goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Ditto heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome to your Friday Rush Hour on WABC telephone number. If you want to be part of the program, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. This week has flown by. There are a lot of things that are still out here waiting to be discussed. We'll get to as many of them as we can. I'd love to get, I'm toying with the idea of actually doing Open Line Friday. That was Russia's signature thing, Open Line Friday. You know what? I was part of that. I screened all those calls on Open Line Friday. We should. I'm thinking about Open Line Friday. It's an idea. I'll, I'll let you know later. Um, look, the knives are still out. The criticism for Matt Gates and others. And again, I have not weighed in on anything personal. My personal thoughts about Matt Gates. I'm focused on the policy of it. And I'm going to do it. And some of these things are infuriating. There's an article in the in Roll Call. Roll Call is one of the dusty old publications that Capitol Hill used to read. This was required reading once upon a time way back when. There's a woman there, Mary C. Curtis. Her lineage is New York Times, Baltimore Sun, Charlotte Observer, National Correspondent for Politics Daily host of CQ Roll Call Equal Time, Mary Curtis podcast. Is this the leadership America deserves? Seriously? That's her little headline today. She opens by saying she thinks there's some reason to doubt whether or not Matt Gaetz is serious. She's quoting a Republican, Dusty Johnson from South Dakota, and then she adds talk about an understatement. And then they get on him for his immediately fundraising following this leadership battle. And, you know, she's been around long enough. Do you criticize Democrats that fundraise while things are going on, Ms. Curtis? This is nothing new. This happens. Everybody, if, if you are on any mailing list or multiple mailing lists, you know by now that fundraising is a 365-day-a-year thing with very few, well, I shouldn't say 365, maybe 360. Maybe there are four or five days in the year you won't get a fundraising email from some politician. But the fundraising goes all the time. These people are elected for two years. They have to raise incredible sums of money to stay in office. They be and they and many of them complain about it. The fact that they wish they could actually devote more time to things other than fundraising so that they can stay in office. 
And this woman knows that. He's been around the block in D.C. She knows. So then, well, of course, some of those with worries about everything from the economy to the border who gave the GOP their current majority, albeit a sliver of one, might be pleased with the mess, as long as gets in his tiny cohort disrupt. But what about those who want to change, but not the drama of representatives such? How do you think you get change? Of Marjorie, the, the, the drama such as Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, George Santos, Lauren Boebert. Have you looked on the Democrat side? I mean, what, what, what nonsense? They have their characters. They all have their characters, both parties. Again, nothing new here. If you look at the characters on the left, this Ayanna Presley, Rashid Talib, all the people in the square, Ilhan Omar, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who this very day is trying to scorch Joe Biden's plan to rebuild the wall. But there's a reason so many Republicans are furious with Gates. And no, former Speaker Newt Gingrich, who called out Gates in the Washington Post, doesn't get a cookie. The man so many in both parties blame for poisoning any semblance of bipartisanship as speaker. What was that bipartisanship that Newt Gingrich supposedly poisoned? It was Democrats' rule. They roll over Republicans, and they go along with Republicans, and that was the bipartisanship. And yes, it was ruined, thankfully. And thankfully, it is still ruined, because we see what your Democrat priorities are doing to America. Miss Curtis. 45 Republicans. This one's in Fox News. 45 Republicans call for House rules overhaul after McCarthy ouster ashamed and embarrassed. That one really got me too. 45 big Republicans wrote a letter. The injustice we all witnessed cannot go unaddressed. Injustice? Injustice. This was a process that Kevin McCarthy agreed to to become Speaker. No one broke his arm and forced him to agree to it. He did it, and it was used against him. At the time when that that deal was announced, I said, this is a bad deal. Somebody's going to pull the trigger on this from the Republican side because Kevin McCarthy does not have a lot of confidence. Otherwise, it wouldn't have taken 15 votes and this crazy, phony deal to get him in. The injustice we all witnessed cannot go unaddressed. At least we bear responsibility for the consequences that follow. Our conference must address fundamental changes to the structure of our majority to ensure success for the American people. Really? Success for the American people? Oh, you mean like the open border success that you guys have given us? You mean like the success with this runaway spending? You mean the success with us continuing to live under Obamacare, even though you promised years, 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 and years that you were going to get rid of it? Oh, you mean the success? Like watching Joe Biden just literally write off debt for his chosen 
youngsters that take student loans and everybody else in the country scratches their head and wonders, hey, how can I get my debt taken care of? You mean those kind of things that at least you bear responsibility for the consequences that follow? The lawmaker said they were ashamed and embarrassed by the episode, according to the letter obtained by Fox News Digital. What well, isn't that fun? They were ashamed and embarrassed because Kevin McCarthy got thrown out publicly. They're not ashamed and embarrassed that every time they picked up the mantle to lead, the Republicans that send them there get angry and angrier because they don't do anything. Name me one successful investigation that Republicans in the House have led in the last 10 administrations. Go ahead, name one. They're not ashamed and embarrassed about that. They're not ashamed or embarrassed with $33 trillion in national debt and no way to pay it off. They're not ashamed and embarrassed to sit there and call themselves representatives of you when illegal aliens are running through this country. There I, there was a, a tweet. I got to find it because I, I copied it and printed it out. It's from a senior citizen. And he talks about, I, I need to find this, because what he's saying is, look, my Social Security pays me 1000 some odd dollars a month. I've worked hard all my life. Yet I'm watching illegal in, immigrants come in here and get over 2000 a month, plus housing, plus this, plus that. What's, are you ashamed about that, you Republicans? Are you ashamed that American citizens feel like second-class citizens in their own country? Does that embarrass you or make you ashamed? No. You're ashamed because a member of your little leadership group got tossed out. Just like all of you guys got together, you're so, so, so scared after some people walked in your Capitol building and did some did a little bit of vandalism. The only one that got killed was one of the protesters. But yet, you're not embarrassed. You're not ashamed that every day across cities in America, American city, American citizens get wiped out by criminals who are left on the street. American businesses get burnt out, shut down from pandemics, all kind of stuff that doesn't embarrass or make you ashamed. But let somebody come into your little sacred place in Washington, D.C., and oh my, we got to start throwing jail sentences out like they're water. You ought to be ashamed and embarrassed about that, but you're not. You're ashamed because Kevin McCarthy got tossed out. This is one of the reasons why American voters that vote Republican time after time have no confidence in the Republican Party. Because of these kind of statements where you really get a window in to see what these people care about and what they don't. They don't care about you. Here is it. I found it. This is from a 78-year-old man. He put this out on Twitter. He said, what hell goes? What hell here goes? I'm a 78-year-old. I've worked most of my life. I paid my taxes, and now I'm 100% disabled. So I draw Social Security disability. This is supposed to provide for me. 
I get $1,705 a month. I also get Medicare. Now, I draw more from other retirements. My question is, what in the hell are these criminal illegals doing getting $2,200 a month and Medicare? Exactly. Exactly. But these these Republicans that are so embarrassed and so ashamed that Kevin took a hit, they're not embarrassed or ashamed about that. The Republican Party needs an overhaul. They need a real serious overhaul. This one from The Hill, anti-Trump group, launches new ad pushing for pro-Ukraine House Speaker. Well, get that. Here we are in the midst of what some people are calling an invasion by the cartels, complete with human trafficking, complete with massive drugs flowing through the border, And what does this anti-Trump group? They want to make sure that the next speaker is going to send more money over to Ukraine. Now, look, I hear the arguments on both sides. I understand the arguments that Ukraine, we're, we're using Ukraine as a proxy. It is a proxy war against Russia. This goes back almost to the domino theory that was part of the 1960s foreign policy. You can't let the dominoes fall because if the dominoes start falling, then pretty soon you're going to be surrounded by these communist nations. That's one of the reasons that we still have a presence in South Asia. That's one of the reasons that we were involved in the Vietnam War, this domino theory. But the very idea that these people have no shame going out there waving the flag for Ukraine, and America has all the problems that it does. They won't even address them. And they're anti-Trump. I'm sure you've heard about Hillary's statements today. She believes that Trump voters are a cult, and they need to be deprogrammed, officially deprogrammed. In other words, she wants the government I suppose. I didn't read the whole thing. I read the the top two sentences, and I'm like, oh, there's Hillary babbling off at the mouth again. So I'm just assuming that that's what she means. Because to me, Hillary Clinton's not that important anyway. Faded star, goodbye. Every once in a while, she comes back, shows a little light on something, but the star is faded. Well, play it then. There wasn't this little tail of extremism waving, you know, wagging the dog of the uh, Republican Party as it is today. Mm-hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a 
formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how do you do that? Because you said you have to defeat them by defeating their leader. Their leader right. is Donald Trump. Even you have said that you expect him to be the Republican nominee. How does this change at all? At this point, I think, sadly, he will still likely be the nominee, and we have to defeat him. And we have to defeat those who are the election deniers, as we did in 2020 and 2022. Um, and we have to... You know, just be smarter about how we are trying to this is unreal. Uh, empower the right. This, she's not even being called out. She's an election denier. She denied that she called Trump's election illegitimate. She went on and on about how she thought she won, just like Stacey Abrams. And yet she sits here. Ugh, irrelevant. Don't let me get myself worked up about it. Hillary Clinton's day is done. She can go in the. She can go on these TV shows and run her mouth about people needing to be deprogrammed. All she wants. Her day is done, and she's a two-time loser. Hey, Hillary, you ran for president. The country didn't want you. Get over it. Brilliant, Mike Mamone. I don't know about you, but I didn't get my marching orders again. <laughs> That's right, Mike. I didn't get marching orders either. Where are they? Eddie Van Halen, revered guitarist, co-founder of Van Halen, died on this day in 2020. For 65 years old. Van Halen. More than 80 million records sold worldwide. One of the best-selling groups of all time. We remember Eddie Van Halen here on WABC coming back. Your calls, part of the mix today, so don't go away. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. On this day, Ginger Baker, legendary drummer, co-founder of Cream, died at the age of 80. Eric Clapton, Jack Bruce, Ginger Baker. The band released four albums before they split up in 1968. Now, Ginger Baker has had an amazing career. He's played with so many different... He played with Fella. With Fela Kuti, with Blind Faith, amazing musician. Remembering Ginger Baker here on WABC. You know what I want to do? I want to grab some quick call. Before I do that, I'm not going to go to the stories because it would take too long to read. Let me just say this. This trial in New York that is happening with Donald Trump, they are moving to dissolve his empire. They have taken away his certificates to do business. They're putting him under monitors right now. They seriously have a plan, and the first step of it is there, is to dissolve his companies. This is theft. And it's going on in a New York City courtroom. It is theft. They are stealing this man, his family's life work. 
the same way that they want to take away, in some cases, what's yours and redistribute it to other people. They want to make sure that Donald Trump never has the resources again to run for private office. Mike Lindell admitted today he's too broke to pay his attorney. He's got millions in unpaid fees. He can't do it. So he's essentially saying, they've destroyed me. Now, he might come back. These people are ruthless, and you are watching them destroy people, destroy people's lives, steal their entire work, steal their life's history. You are watching it happen in broad daylight. And you talk about, but you don't hear these Republicans at Capitol Hill talk about anything about how disgraceful they are and how they're ashamed that this is happening in America. No, no, no. They're ashamed and and disgraced because old Kevin lost his job. These things that really matter to the longevity of the Republican Party, eh, whatever. Let Donald Trump twist out in the wind. Let Mike Dell twist in the wind. Let Rudy Giuliani, after all he has done for America and for this country and his party, let Rudy twist in the wind. That's their right. You don't see any of them circling around, none of them circling around either Trump or the people that they rely on for funds. Everybody and their mama had their hands out to Mike Lindell when my pillow was doing well. Oh, please make a donation here. Please make a donation there. Now that Mike Lindell's running on hard times, yeah. Oh, poor Mike. That's a shame. You see what they're doing to Mike? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's a shame. But, you know, look, I'm really ashamed and embarrassed at what they did to Kevin McCarthy. These people, I tell you, I don't know who I despise more some days. The Democrats who are ruining this country and turning this country into a third-rate banana republic, and it's sliding down by the day, or I despise these feckless Republicans in Washington, D.C., who have never stood for us. Anthony in Brooklyn, you're on WABC. By the way, Lou Dobbs is coming on. I am so happy. Lou Dobbs is going to be on with us uh, in a few in a few moments on the program, which is why I want to get to some calls early, spend some time with Lou Dobbs. Can't wait. Anyway, Anthony, you're up next. James, I just wanted to say thank you. You know, out of all the hosts on WABC, there's very few to take as many phone calls as you do. Um, some guys just go on and don't take any phone calls. I think because they know that the phone calls are going to go in the opposite direction of what they're talking about. You, you're a populist, you know, and what you're talking about with, with the Republican Party is a populist movement. And the Republicans know that they have no power left in the party. They know that those 80 million people or more that voted for Trump were voting for a populist movement. They were not vote for Republicanism. And that Trump isn't the leader. Trump is just the representative of the populist movement in this country. And the only place we could park our business is in the Republican Party because the Democrats are a bunch of communists and, so, and socialists. You know? And I just want to say thank you because you, you're the only guy on, on WABC that every day you're solid. Your views don't thank change. You. You don't, you don't, you don't 
you know, change your ideas on the whether the political winds are blowing in whatever direction they are. And, you know, well, well, thank I you. Now you made me feel a little bit like you made me feel a little bit like uh, like like what's his name when Al Gore told uh, what you call him uh, told uh, 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 Jack Kemp you're the only Republicans that's not racist and 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 Jack Kemp stood up and said thank you no look so look a lot of the people here on WABC let me just say this about that these guys are solid you got Dominic Carter you guys like that John Katsimatidis solid. You have Rudy Giuliani, solid. You have Curtis Sliwa, so solid he's out in the street. He puts his life on the line for New York. And I could go on and on and on with the host that we have here. Larry Kudlow, solid. And there's so many. Andrew Giuliani, who we talked to yesterday, solid as a rock. And it goes on. We have an amazing staff here. And that's one of the reasons why WABC is actually taking off. But I appreciate your words, and I appreciate... Your compliments very, very much. we got to take a quick break here. I want to grab one or two more calls before we talk with Lou Dobbs. I cannot wait to talk with Lou Dobbs. This is the birthday. Of one of the major influences in the Commodores. Thomas McClary, born 1949. Yeah, all these hits by Lionel Richie. Lionel Mayer wrote them, but the band performed them. And in the early days, Lionel wasn't just the only vocal. Walter Orange did a lot of the vocals with him. And then, of course, the Commodores had a successful career after Lionel went solo. So happy birthday to Thomas McClarty, guitarist from the Commodores. Coming back, your calls part of the mix today on WABC. Do not go away. That's why I'm easy. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. MJ on WABC Talk Radio 77. And there's a reason we're playing MJ this song, Rock With You, from his Off The Wall album. It was because of who wrote it. This is one of many songs that you know that you love that were written written by an English songwriter, record producer, and musician. He wrote this one. Another example. George Benson. Give me the night. His songs first came to awareness when he was the keyboardist and the main songwriter for the R&B funk disco band Heat Wave. The one, the only, Rod Temperton. Today marks the anniversary of his death being announced to the world. Back in 2016. Rod Temperton had to be in the billionaire class of songwriters. 
one of the world's most prolific hit makers. Rod Temperton on WABC. Let's go to Westchester County, and Michelle, you're up next on WABC. How are you? Yes, how are you? Listen, you are so right with everything that you're saying. Oh, my gosh, the Republican Party and McConnell leading the Senate. How embarrassing is that? He is not for, he doesn't support the Republicans. He doesn't support the people. He's out for himself. He's made so much money from China, his wife, her father. They should investigate him. It's really, you are so right with the uh, Republicans. These Republicans, and they have the nerve to sit here and then call out Matt Getz and for actually deposing Kevin McCarthy in a deal that McCarthy signed on to. And by the way, Kevin didn't keep his word. He promised regular order. I went through that the other day, what that means for the budget process. He didn't deliver. So you think you can make a deal with somebody and no one's going to ever threaten you because you're the mighty Speaker of the House? Well, guess what? You made the deal. He made his bed, and now he's lying in it. Lying in it, too. Thank you so much, Gina, in Brooklyn, New York. You're up next on WABC. Hi, Bo. Bo, yesterday you mentioned one of my old-time favorites, Eddie Kendrick. So I was going to ask you, tomorrow morning for the dance, it's going to be raining tomorrow. Can you play Date with the Rain, Eddie Kendrick? I don't know whether we have it in the library, but I will ask and we'll see. If we have it in the library, we will play it. If not, maybe we can play um, uh, Girl... Uh, you need to change your mind, which is my all-time one of my all-time favorite from Kendrick's when Eddie Kendrick's when he was solo. But thank you so much, Gina. Love you, Gina. Thank you. Let us go to um, let us see Robert in Brooklyn, New York. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You know, Bo, you alluded the past two days to this Newsweek article. You mentioned it about the um, FBI classifying supporters of Donald Trump. Uh, you know, some sort of extremist. Domestic terrorist. And I spent a lot of time with this, and Andrew Giuliani and I talked about it yesterday. I didn't mention it. I spent time with this. This is dangerous stuff. Now they have simply decided to go after Americans because of their political ideology. The exclusive is in Newsweek. It hasn't been picked up by anybody else. This is horrendous. And they, they are not denying it. The FBI is now classifying Trump supporters, MAGA, Trump's MAGA base as domestic terrorists. Go ahead, Robert. And But what's even more concerning, or just as concerning, is I don't hear any of the Republicans outraged about this. They're outraged about the speaker. Oh, they lost their wonderful speaker. I don't hear them talking about what's going on that the whole half the country now is being classified as like, it's, I don't even want to say the words. And I, I'm looking at Steve Scalise's, you know, the runners for the, um, the uh, house, you know, the uh, speaker Scalise and Jordan and Hearn. I look at their Twitter pages. I don't see anything denouncing as mentioning this Newsweek article. Where are they? And, you know, Hillary Clinton, you know, everyone remembers, you know, the deplorable. She also said irredeemable. But now, besides the fact she just talked about, about, you know, that you have to be formally deprogrammed, she mentioned something that, you know, this is really something. 
She mentioned, and we have to, you know, just be smarter about how we are trying to empower the right people inside the Republican Party. Since when are they empowering the Republican people in the Republican Party? That gives all the conspiracy people that these people, you're the power that be, they're controlling both parties. You know, there is a reason uh, uh, you, you have a great point. Let me just jump in and address it. One of the reasons why so many people are now referring to what happens in D.C. as the Uniparty is because of exactly what you said. Listen, my friend, thank you for a great call. I am so honored at this moment to have one of America's broadcast treasures on with me. You know him. We know him. Lou Dobbs. Lou Dobbs, welcome to Boston Early's Rush Hour. How are you? Well, I'm great, Bo, and thanks for inviting me. Are you kidding? I'd love to. Anytime, Lou. First of all, I'm really happy we have your your um your segment that we run each day in the program. We're so happy that you keep us updated with what's going on in the markets. But you're going to be doing a show on Sunday here on WABC, I understand, as well. Well, that's what I I understand as well, Bo. Uh, three o'clock. Uh, we're going to we're going to see uh, see what happens at three o'clock this Sunday, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I hope the the listeners will be as well. There are few people in America that have your uh, and journalists that have the kind of track record that you do. We all remember back in the CNN days. You were you did two tours of duty with uh, CNN. You were a founding member of Space dot com a website which is incredible. I I had no idea, I'm ashamed to say, Mr. Dobbs, until today that you started Space.com. I go on that site, oh, it's a great site. Um, it, it, you know, we had a lot of fun building that back in 1999. Uh, we were a little ahead of ourselves in terms of timing, uh, but uh, we had a, you know, I'm very proud of having uh, been one of the founders of the of the company and and uh, seeing it progress and do so well, uh, it's one of a uh, you know my uh, one of my loves is uh, space and space exploration, uh, and uh, and and astronomy, amateurish not amateur amateurish astronomy. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just uh, it's nice of you to to say that because I do, I'm very proud of that. Now I ran into uh, one of your biographies and I blanched at something they said. Dobbs is known for his anti-immigration views. I, I've never known you to be anti-immigration. I've known you to be anti-illegal immigration. And and we have a call, and I want to introduce this with Carolyn. Uh, Carolyn, you're on with Bosnerly and Lou Dobbs. You have a question that's relevant. What is it? Yes, I, I think it's unconscionable that they evicted those men from the shelter in Queens. They had jobs. And uh, it's just not fair to be displaced like that. They're disrupting their lives. Purportedly, they're going to send them to Staten Island or other boroughs where they won't be near their jobs. But they're probably American citizens. You know, I mean, I'm all for helping people, but, you know, you have to be come here legally. I have a friend that works in the park illegally, and he said these illegal people come in, and the guy had a gang tattoo on his neck. We don't know who we're getting. I mean, it's stupidity to just have people come in. Now there's tuberculosis, but my heart goes out to these men because they're there but for the grace of God. We don't know what their life was, and they're getting reestablished. And to be disrupted like that is wrong. Carolyn, thank you so much. 
Lou, we are now yesterday's shocking news to D.C. Joe Biden says he's going to use Trump-era funds to continue building the wall. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is having a cow about it and others. But you have been, and one of the things Rush used to um, uh, talk about was we used to play some of the clips that you would do on, on Rush's show. He would play the clips from you because right. you have been talking about this issue, Lou, for decades. Through Democrat, through Republican administrations, what do you see now when you see what is happening to this country and our borders? Well, I think you would agree with me over the course of the past few decades, this is something we could not even imagine in our worst nightmares of what Biden has done to the country in in just over two and a half years of his presidency. He's brought in eight and and this is how broad the range is in terms of the estimation because that's all we've got there are no numbers there's no documentation of any kind no vetting but it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 8 to 12 million illegal illegal immigrants brought into the country distributed in aircraft and buses all over the country uh, not even the mayors and the governors of those states and and cities know who they are where they are or what they're doing uh, we do know the federal government is providing payments uh, to them and, and supporting them. Uh, but the reality is we have no idea who they're – we don't know whether they're working, or whether they are still in shelters, whether they are in a form of detention. We have no idea. And, by the way, this administration is clearly not uh, making any effort at transparency. They're not saying a, a, a word, not making a sound. Uh, meanwhile, the public's right to know is just uh, outraged. Uh, and as you say, 30 years ago, we thought it was a big deal uh, that uh, we had people coming into this country illegally uh, because of what you mentioned, uh, whether it be disease, whether it be vetting them for any sort of background. We now are, are bringing in people without any discussion uh, or, or information. We're bringing in people from 150 countries, and now many of them are showing up uh, as uh, guests of the United States who are on this also on our most wanted terrorist list. Unconscionable. Do you think that there will be a solution for this in the near future? Well, not soon, and it will take a, a long time. Uh, you know, I personally want Donald Trump to be that man uh, number 47 uh, in the White House, because I don't see anyone else in the Republican Party right now who is making any effort at rationalizing what is happening to the country. Uh, he at least has uh, uh, said uh, that he's demonstrated his ability to secure the border. He was fought every step of the way by the rhinos of the Republican Party uh, and, of course, the the uh, Dems. Uh, it, it is it's unconscionable of what those two parties have permitted, at least the rhinos of the Republican Party, and, of course, what has become a socialist Marxist uh, party itself, the Democrats, uh, and their and their leadership. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice you're hearing is one of America's great broadcasters, the one, the only, Lou Dobbs. Lou, thank you for being with us. We have to go because we have to check in with Lou Dobbs. It's that I time. Understand. I appreciate it. Thank you, my Bob. friend, and we'll have you back. WABC Talk Radio 77. Time to check in with Lou Dobbs. And your calls are coming with us when we get back. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Birthday today, 
Millie Small, Jamaican singer. This one, 1964. This is one of the biggest selling singles of all time. This single, 7 million copies. Those of you restaurants remember that this, this was the first update theme for Congressman, then Congressman Barney Frank. And I don't know why he chose it, but on WABC, you know what time it is. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. Let's start with Sal in Brooklyn. Sal, you're on right to your point, please. Bo, Bo I had to take an aspirin. The three callers, your guests. First of all, Democratic are not socialist communists. We're doing good. Economy is good. So stop talking nonsense. Ah! And I don't care about have, the pillow guy. He wasted you ever his heard, money. He was charging too much you, money for pillows. Yes, have you oh, ever? I like you, but stop giving me a headache. I had an aspirin. I told you a screener. My God. Okay, have what? you ever heard of inflation? There was what just a inflation? report out it yesterday. Has... There was just a report out yesterday that the price of chickens has gone up now because it's being strangled by everything else. And everything time, every time people go to the store, they are hurting. Would you at least acknowledge that there are some people in this country, Sal, that are hurting? from these economic policies by Joe Biden? Will you at least admit that? Bo, Bo, yes. inflation has nothing Sal. to do with who is in the White House. It's a capitalist system. Oh, it has system. everything to do with who's in the White House. System. It's a capitalist it's... system. If you can raise the price, I raise the price. You don't like my capitalist system? Leave my country, please. I'm begging you guys. Leave the country. No, uh, no, we're not leaving. And I'm sorry you have a headache. Take some aspirin. To aspirin and call me in the morning. I'll be back uh, for the Saturday morning radio extravaganza at 7 a.m. Have a wonderful night. We appreciate you. Mike, in Brooklyn, New York, you're up next on Rapid Phone. Hey. How you doing, Bo? I'm the guy that called you and told you that the IRS built the field office in my lower colon. Remember yes. me? Yes, yes, yes. Well, now, now they put an extension on it. So I have a solution. For the migrants, I owe back taxes. I gotta pay it. Give me a migrant family that's been vetted, up to three people. They can live in my house. I'll feed them. I'll close them. I'll put them in a school. I'll educate them in the English language and the and the way the U.S. works. I says and let me offset my taxes. What do you? This think? is a good idea. I love that idea. Now I wish we could find some way to make it happen. Thank you, Mike. Before we get back to your calls, I have to interrupt myself and just remind you of the 77 WABC listeners. On October 20th, 77 WABC and Ramsey Mazda are having a day of programming, Back the Blue. Special programming all day long. To all police officers everywhere, we thank you for your honor, your dedication as you protect and serve. You can download the 77 WABC app and listen all day October 20th, Back the Blue. Let us return to the phones with Mary in Mawa, New Jersey. How are you, Mary? Hi, Bo. Uh, I'll be quick. I 
find that, well, he had a headache, the guy before, but this makes my ears hurt. When I hear the Democrat Party referred to as a Democratic Party, because they certainly are not, they should just simply be called the Democrat Party and not Democratic. That's all I have to say. You said it marvelously, Mary. Thank you. Sal in Staten Island. You're up next. Rapid phones on WABC Boston Early's Rush Hour. How are you, Sal? Oh, God bless you and yours. Be careful. 40 hours of rain. We should build an ark. Uh, one week ago, uh, the high school uh, safety officers, I heard this on another frequency courtesy of Marconi, were forcing the teenagers out into the flood. That never should have happened. Eric Adams is in uh, Venezuela. Let him stay there. In the meantime, I want to give you some good news. You're not going to believe this, but it happened. I was finally able to get some vouchers for American veterans in the same regs for 30 Love it. months. Thank you, Tricia. Trumbull, Connecticut, you are up next. Hi, James. The other day um, you were talking about right wing, this term, which I hate, used uh, to describe conservatives. And it goes directly back to Hillary Clinton, who was an acolyte uh, mentored by Saul Alinsky and his 12 rules for radicals. Uh, Rule number five is ridicule is the most powerful weapon. And then number 12, you pick a target. And polarize it, personalize and isolate it. it. Yep, yep, yep. We familiar with this, with the Alinsky rules for radicals here, and what the Democrats have done with them. Now, this term right wing is not going to go away. Neither is the 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 other adjective they use with it, right wing extremists. Neither is what the FBI is doing right now, which is calling all Trump supporters, the MAGA Trump people, domestic terrorists, and investigating domestic terrorists. It's hard to believe this is happening in America. While you watch them strip Donald Trump of his businesses, you watch them bankrupt people for their political beliefs. We're back tomorrow for the Saturday morning radio extravaganza, God willing. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you, your family, your loved ones. Love and gratitude for being here with me and allowing me to be with you today. Bright and early tomorrow, 7 a.m., back again. Bye.